Okay, we're we're recording. <laughs> All right, what? take two. Hey, hey. <laughs> Hey, 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 I'm Steph. And I'm KB. And, and we, we are Activate Podcast. We are two Jesus-loving mamas who may cuss a little. This podcast is our passion. Get ready to tag along through the ups and downs of our crazy lives. We're going to bring you guests that will inspire and encourage you to grow in your health and in your faith. We will talk about parenting, relationships, fitness, and nutrition. We will bring you the latest fashion tips and share all of our favorite things. Our goal with this podcast is to bring you some laughs and relatable, inspiring content that will encourage you to activate your life. So this is Chelsea Brown. Um, she's 30 years old, married, mother of three. So Jaden is nine, Sassy is four, and JoJo is two, and they're all absolutely amazing. And also there's Kobe now. There's Kobe Brown. Kobe Brown. We forgot Kobe. <laughs> um, she met Corey, her husband, in high school, and they had their first child, Jaden, the year after they graduated. So babies raising babies is what they, and I've heard it a million times. I love it. Um, Corey is amazing too. Um, she lost both of her parents to cancer and being the daughter of two British parents is definitely, definitely difficult, um, knowing how far in distance the rest of her family is. Um, she is an only child. No, would have never known that. Um, which gives her the responsibility to be the daughter that her father hoped that she would turn out to be. A college graduate, a successful businesswoman, or a professional soccer player, whichever came first in her dad's hopes. A married woman and a mother, though she's checked all of the boxes with respect to never making it to the pros for soccer. Sorry, dad. <laughs> came with challenges that, I, that she thought that she would never overcome. Severe depression, extreme financial hardship, loneliness, heartbreaks, separations, etc. But through it all, she found a sense of strength and courage that she's used to fuel, um, to set new expectations and measures with everything that she does um, and everything that she does with passion and love. The blessings that have flourished in her are unmeasurable um, now. And I, since the second that I met you, like, it was awesome because you had a business also at first um, and you were a boss. And I just always have loved like your strength and empowering other people. Um, it's like what this whole podcast is about, you know, as we try to empower and encourage and get like women unstuck, especially. And so even though like in the background, you know, a lot of for a long time, people didn't know any of your stuff, right? You didn't talk about your parents for a really long time. I didn't even know about your parents. Um, and then just like the depth of what you were willing to share um, just was so, so powerful. And so I've always just honored and appreciated your honesty because that's what does help people get out. Right. It's like, we talk about all the time, like the highlight reel is not helping anybody, you know? So it's like that real and raw, um, aspect that you've always brought forth that I just admire the most. So years so sweet. <laughs> do you want to just talk a little bit more about that we'll just kind of go um and then of course we've been talking about you here and there um just about your diy projects and i'm like you need to have a show for sure um so we'll talk about that too as we get a little further yeah um well you're the sweetest by the way that you think highly of me like that <laughs> like i know we're girlfriends and stuff but like oh my god um almost in tears um yeah. So for the longest, like I have always just, I haven't shared a lot, um, in the past and I took it because I always felt that since I was going through these type of things or if things weren't perfect or if it wasn't highlighted on fake book, right. Where like, you know, like I'm smiling, but then like after the picture, I'm like sobbing, you know? So for the longest time I was 
not very open with what I've gone through and stuff like that because I considered it a weakness. Um, but now I look back and I'm like, that was all strength. Like, I don't care how many tears I shed or, you know, how many, you know, uh, you know, food stamp checks I had to cash or how many times I cried in the bathroom and locked my own son out so he didn't have to come back in. Like, you know, like there's times where that shit is real. It's what people go through. And it's awesome to have that strength to like be vocal about it because you never know who's waiting to like say, I'm not the only one, you know? And I, I mean, it sounds like really extreme, but like sometimes I feel like it kind of saves lives knowing that you're not the only one, you know, not just me on a scale of, you know, a lost life, but just internally too. Cause sometimes people are living, but they're not at the same time, you know? So it's just, it's super hard. Um, throughout the years, obviously I never met my mom. So I never knew what being a mother consisted of. So when I became a mother, I was like, yeah, what do I do? Um, do I hire babysitters 24 seven? Like, I don't know. Um, but I lost my mom the day before my first birthday. Um, so my entire life, it was just my dad and I, right. I grew up a tomboy. I grew up playing rugby, hanging with the guys. Um, I had a bowl haircut. Like my dad, pretty sure forgot I was a girl at times, but it, <laughs> um, my dad played semi-pro soccer in England. So me being a soccer player, was like, his thing. Um, and, um, but he, he also, him and my mom moved over here, um, a couple years before I was born and they obviously wanted better opportunities. Right. So neither one of them were college educated. Um, they came over here, just the two of them on their own. The rest of my family still lives in England. Um, but they came over here and then my mom got super sick with, um, leukemia and, um, passed away, um, a couple years after they moved here. So like I said, my entire life was my dad and I grew up um, and he was just, I, I never was like a straight A student. I was, sports were, were my life. My dad was like, it's fine. Um, my dad, I'll never forget, bought a bumper sticker that said, um, my student will kick your honor roll students. Yeah. <laughs> like, put it proudly on the back of the car. Like he was like, it's fine. She's going to be a soccer player one day. <laughs> not an honor roll student it's fine um but like as I started getting in high school and stuff like that um my dad got diagnosed um with cancer um when I was a sophomore in high school we had a talk and it was like the talk that no kid wants to have with and so I got very angry at him for having that talk with me and I feel bad but I mean no kid wants to have a tell them you know this is a possibility I may not be here much longer um, and so I remember resenting my dad that year, um, being so angry that he was so honest with me. Um, so later that year he beat cancer, um, senior year came, it came back and, um, it, uh, took him from me the Sunday after high school graduation. Oh, it was really, yeah, it was, it was really hard. The crazy thing, and it was the one thing that really opened my eyes to, oh my God, like stuff really happens for a reason is the conversation my dad had my senior year when it came back. Um, we were in the driveway and I tell my kids this all the time about him. And I'm like, this is how smart your grandfather was. Like we were in the, we were in the driveway and he 
he said, hey, I just want to let you know, like, I know I beat, you know, beat cancer and everything like that, but unfortunately I went back and it's back. Um, and I just want to let you know that I won't see you get married and I may not see you ever have your first child, but I promise you, I will be at high school graduation this year. You can do this because I was really falling behind in school and stuff. And, um, and of course I was like, I'm not having this conversation with you. You beat it the first time, dad, you're doing it again. And he was like, Charles, please just listen to me when I'm telling you this. Um, and this was in the beginning of the year and come June, I graduated June 13th and June 18th, he passed away. So literally the, um, and then the following year I had my first kid, I had Jaden. And then the three years after that I got married. So it's just crazy that he spoke that, that yeah. I married or have my first kid, but he was like, I will make it to graduation. And he was at graduation in a wheelchair, hospice, the, the works, but he wasn't wow. missing it. Um, yeah. So like, as soon as that happened, I was like, I cannot fail him. I'm going to rock this life out. I'm going to do everything that people doubted me or whatever. I'm going to rock this shit. And so um, the last promise I made was I'm going to go to college and I'm going to graduate. And I did, I did night classes with Jaden on my lap as a newborn crying at night at like one <laughs> because I was like this is hard um I went to community college and um it was just awesome and rewarding that you know um it took me obviously more time than it would a typical college yeah. you know if you're in full-time but I'm like it's fine I'm I'm, I'm working full-time I'm raising this kid and um, and Corey was there and helping as much as possible. Like I said, we were babies raising babies. <laughs> um, but the coolest thing was even today, Jaden remembers, um, being in the audience at my high school graduation with a big sign that said, mommy, you did it. Yeah. I saw that. Like that. Like it just, it's so rewarding to like, yeah, I could have taken it as, you know, I'm going to raise this kid. I'm not going to do it. I, there's no way I can, yeah. or I can look back and be like, that was boss. I totally did that, you know? Yeah, um, it's like that whole, that whole like, like, like suit. I think like, like, like most of our grit, I don't know why this is kicking is, back, back, is, is um, um, like, dare me, I doubt you. Yeah, and and it's so crazy, and I feel that. Doubt me, I dare you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, and I do, and I feel like there's so many, and I know there's men and women, but women especially, like, we're so hard on ourselves. We take something and if someone says something negative, that hits us differently. I swear it does. Like it hits us in a sense of like, it can either, it can either hit you down to where you're like, Oh, I feel bad about myself. Or you can be like, you said what? Right. Watch me work, you know? Um, and it took me a while to be able to have that shift of watch me work, you know? Um, but man, once you find it, busting through ceilings that's what happens there's no levels you know and it's also really funny because with both of us like I remember the first time like we worked out together and everything and we're both like this hardcore you know whatever and then like getting to know each other so well we're like we're the biggest babies on the inside y'all think we're super hardcore but like can we just cry once in a while so I love how you also said like you'd lock yourself in the bathroom because you'd be crying you don't want Jaden to see that like I sometimes to a fault in the same way, like I don't want AJ to see me cry. And so when he does see me cry, like he's super upset because he's like, wait a minute, what's going on? I thought mm -hmm. you're so, you know what I mean? Um, but it's, 
once you get to the point where you can show that, like that's the work that you're doing on yourself, right? And so, you know, it's hard. Like it's it's just, I've always had that hard exterior because parts of it is that I feel like, well, do people really care? Like, do people really want to know what's going on? Do you know, like people have come and gone out of my life that you, you know, things that you never would believe and it still happens, right? Sometimes you're just like, wow, did that really happen? You know, um, so that's awesome. Um, I love to, so like I said in the beginning, you had your own business also and you were a boss, dude. And like also like getting Corey involved, you guys would be doing your lives <laughs> together. And what did you, what did you call what you did? Cause I call it something different. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, in the sense of which one, which one, like the Corey and I lives or. Yeah. Just like selling. What do you know? <laughs> it was pure romance. So I sold pure romance. Um, and I still do. Um, yeah. I'm not so like massage something. Yeah, so it was bath beauty and beyond, um, okay. massage, lingerie, bedroom <laughs> accessories, things that go buzz in the night. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. You guys, like I had such a blast and I still, and honest to God, I know, no hurt feelings, but like I said, I, I took that on because it was empowering and educating women, right. On their bodies, their sexual health, how to be badass. I always say sexy is not a size. It's an attitude, right? Like it just, it was so empowering for me because I know what it's like to not have someone on your side. And so with this business and Steph, you're the same, man, you're empowering as well. It just gives a different sense of like, you can rock out as a woman, you can rock out as a business owner in so many avenues, you know, and a lot of these businesses aren't empowering in the sense of because you're selling a product. No, like people are building on the inside saying, I just paid for things that you never thought you'd be able to pay with, you know, a normal nine to five that you're, you know, I, I mean, the things that I paid with Pure Romance, it was awesome. I mean, I'm talking new car, new tires on cars and, and things that you're like, I have to wait till next paycheck for. So it was really rewarding in those senses. And I built a team. Oh, the huge team, dude. Oh my God. And literally I, I couldn't have asked, like, I just felt like, the girls and the women that came on the team were just meant to be there. Like they were just so awesome in the sense of like, they, you know, I was teaching them and building them, but like they were doing, you. you know, and I was like, you guys are so, you're pouring into me and it's easier for me to pour back. So I was very blessed with those that, that, that trusted me to join um, team pure hustle. And, and most of them are still rocking it out right now awesome to still see. And I love cheering for them and watching them still do the, their thing. Um, there's no hard feelings, but, um, I knew that with the whole COVID situation and I also work, you know, Steph, you know, I work for the government too in that sense. And I love what I do. I've done it for 12 years now for the government. So there was just a different avenue that I knew I needed to take. Um, and like I said, and I just had to part ways on the, amount of energy I was putting into that business mm -hmm. my kids and my family needed me at a very hard time yeah. so, um, that I went through. So I just knew that there was a redirection of focus that I needed to give. Um, well, you were also, I mean, it was mostly in home. So that's yeah. 
like I'm always like, uh, -uh I'm, I'm not going to come to your house and host a party. So it was a lot of your nights and weekends. And that's, that's hard. You do. Uh -huh. And Jaden, like, we should talk a little bit about this too. Like Jaden is a star, right? <laughs> well, her nine-year-old son is a star football player already. Um, and so to be taken away from that, you know, like that, I know was, that's very, very hard. That's, a, it's a hard thing to do. And as you know, like when you have a business, you're traveling, especially when you're at the top, like you, you know, like we, it's another blessing, but also a lot of times it takes you away from your family. And so, um, it's awesome that your their your girls are still rocking and, you know, everyone has a different season for sure with that. But, um, yeah, let's talk about Jaden because he's, yeah, he's, um, football, I mean, lives and breeds football. The best thing is when I'm talking to him and like, as a parent, I'm like, so what are you going to be when you grow up? Right. Astronaut, doctor. Right. He's like, I mean, I'm mom, I'm going to the NFL. And yeah. I'm like, that's cool, but let's have a backup plan. And he's like, there is no, like he doesn't have one. You can't tell him differently. Um, the thing that is really awesome is um, I'm like, well, and I said, well, you're just going to go right to the NFL. He was like, no, I got to play college ball first, mom. And I'm like, yes, you do. And I'm like, where you go to college? You know, he's, and he goes on different, you know, it's Ohio State one, it's Florida State the next, it's this and that. And I'm like, mm, that's a little too far for me. <laughs> Big Ten. Um, yeah, I'm like, oh, but he does. He lives and breathes football, and yeah. I'm that football mom. I have the cowbells. Um, no one can out scream me. Like I, he's also a wide receiver, so I'm that mom on the sideline where I run the whole way down. Yeah. Like we got this. He's coming. Like yeah. I have no shame, and I love it. But he loves it, and we. I mean, we're just a huge football family. So. The hardest thing, I don't miss games. And if I, I remember having to miss a game because I was, I was teaching. Um, I went to our national training and taught. And though that was so rewarding and, and impactful, in the back of my head, I'm like, but he's playing right now, you know? And so yeah. it's with my family, my kids. And and so that's why it was really hard for me to make. But um, but yeah, man, Jaden, he, um, he's, last night so we had practice last night and I heard it again this morning but he's like mom did you did you see that one-handed catch and I'm like yeah I mean they're throwing a 40-yard pass and he's like Odell Beckham you know Odell Beckham yeah dude catches it one hand and then he like looks around he's like <laughs> saw that and I'm like oh lord well and he's constantly trained like you guys have him he's yeah, constantly we working off season which is so so huge and important um, we have the trainer of the uh, Arizona Cardinals. Yep, he flies in um, and trains Jaden and a couple other buddies. Um, I say buddies, they're college recruits, but Jaden, <laughs> Jaden's like the little brother, right? So, yeah, like, man, we can't wait it because he's the future. And so he's out there and he thinks it's so dope. He's like, I'm out there with all these college kids, you know, and and he's just super cool. Well, and that's also so huge because that's going to keep him on track. Like he's not going to get away with oh, anything yeah. with you and Corey because he's just not. Um, but you know, and it's like now I'm just thinking like, okay, maybe your dad didn't get a professional soccer player, but he's getting a professional football player. And with <laughs> with that mindset, it will happen. That's like for me when I started my business, I had no when I started Beachbody, I was like. I don't even know what this means, but I'm going to crush it. You know, yeah. so it's like when you have that belief, um, I don't know. It's like I doubt myself in other ways 
I guess, but like I never doubt like what I'm doing. You know, I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's just so awesome to watch him. And then Sassy is our pageant girl. (laughs) Yeah, Sassy was, uh, let's see, she was Miss Baby Virginia um, in 2016. And then the, uh, she was Miss Baby, or she was Miss Baby Christmas East Coast um, in 2017. So I was pageant mom, but mind you, football mom for five years, right? And Jaden started playing football from, I mean, the moment he could walk, we had him in like taught football. So I was such a football mom and I got the girl and I was like, oh, what do I really say I could do? And I was like, we're doing pageants. And Corey was like, no, right? And I'm like, no, let's do it. Come on. We did the first pageant and she won. And Corey goes, what is this? Now, mind you, like the patterns we were in, it, it's not like on television where they're like really mean and catty. Like, yeah, at least the ones that, that we were in wasn't. And um, I mean, there was one snobby mom, um, but she was fine. Like, I just like, you know, be very nice to her robustness. But um, no, Sassy loved it. And from the moment, and now Sassy, Steph, you know, Sassy's not her real name, but it's the name that she's been given from birth, right? My daughter could roll her eyes like within hours of being born. Like she was just on it. And we were like, oh, she's sassy. And it just stuck. And if you ask for her name, you're like, hi, what's your name? She says, Sassy Brown. Like she just will tell you. (laughs) But it's just so cute. She, when we put her in the pageants, she had the hip going. And I'm like, Corey's just in the seat like, oh God, this is (laughs) Um, but yeah, and like she lives up to that name, man. I tell you what, but she hangs with Jaden and she's yeah, a big sister to Jojo. And Jojo is like, I would say she's complete opposite. So chill, man. She so just chill. Like, yeah. Jojo, she's she's definitely chill. Um she has no problem telling you no and beats to her own drum and but she's she's following sassy like hardcore now, which kind of scares me a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So AJ used to be super super chill like that too. Well, I guess until I could walk. Um, <laughs> but I just like being we'd be at the pool every single day, and Joe would just be like in the stroller. She'd have her feet kicked up. She's just like, all right, who's gonna bring me some treats? <laughs> you know, yeah, like, she would just sit and eat. Like if what? you had snacks, <laughs> she was your girl. Like going to the pool with her was the best thing. I'm like, I don't know how you're number three, but like, oh, so she would yeah. be there and you're like popping goldfish. Here you go. And she's just, just enjoying it now. Now she's a little like, you know, all over the place and this and that, but, and you're like, Jojo, come here. And she's like, soon she's like, no, <laughs> we're yeah. here. We're at this stage. It backfire. Like Kristen knows too. There'd be a couple times where like I'd be running late or whatever. I'd be like, hey, can you grab AJ and just bring him to the you know park and I'll be right there. And I mean, you know, AJ. <laughs> Kristen's face. Like, climbing like, trees. Like he's at the top of the tree. And I'm like, where's your mother? I can't be responsible for this. I'm like, AJ, please come down. Please come down. Tell your mom to get here. <laughs> <laughs> he's climbing fences. Like oh and Asher yeah. so mellow. Asher just will watch AJ and be like. <laughs> yeah, man, like what is going on like she's just like you're gonna give me a heart okay when are you gonna be here um I'm, I'm like oh he's good 
Oh my God. I know. I remember like Steph, I remember being at your house and, um, I remember we were like, I think we were drinking mimosas or something at the counter or something. We were sitting there and like AJ gets on the counter and just comes over to me and he's like, right. My face. Like, oh my God. And you're like, AJ, not right now. And I'm like, Oh my God. Like he was just so full of energy. And you're like, this is why we don't do sugar. And I just remember being like, Oh, because he had orange, he had some of the orange juice. Yeah. Yes, like, it was. Like, That's right. It was the orange juice. And you're like, it just, you can't handle it. And I was like, oh my gosh, but he's just so full of life, man. Like that kid knows how to live. Yeah, he's on it. Um, okay. So now, so you are working, working from home, which is awesome. Um, working out like crazy. I've only had right. the pleasure of being there a few times, but working out at TAMS and staying mm -hmm. on track but also just you're a boss with all of the home renovations you're doing. And so how did that even start? So I think it was the day that we were drinking mimosas or it could have been the night we went out and we were shaking our booty all over the place. But I was like, dude, we should have our own business. Like in Northern Virginia, like interior decorators, it's like it's expensive out here. You could spend $20,000 to redo a room, you know? And so I was like, we, you should do the stuff and then I'll do the decorating and we can call it balling on a budget. <laughs> right. That is so true. And I totally remember that conversation and I still feel like this needs to become reality. I know. I've been thinking about it a lot, but how, what made you do the first thing? Because I remember when I FaceTimed you because I was going to hang these bike racks in my garage. So yeah, <laughs> Kristen knows me talking about this on the pod. I was like, I got to be doing something wrong. It cannot be. I'm on YouTube, literally. Uh, uh, cordless drill for dummies. Like, I'm like, I have no idea. How do I get the thing in there even? I don't know what the hell I'm doing. And so I literally FaceTime you because I'm like, I'm not going to ask. I had to close the garage door. I have sunglasses on because all the videos are like, you have to have, you know, you got to have safety goggles on. And I know that my neighbors would help me, but now I'm like, I'm all in, you know, I'm like, I'm going to do this. And so I'm like, shit. So I'm sitting in my garage with my sunglasses on. I'm like FaceTiming Chelsea and I don't, you were working out or something and you're like, Hey, I'm sorry. And I'm like, girl, I can't even get this, this little panel to hang bikes on my garage wall. Like what in the world? So what made you start? I mean, you're like, you got your tool belts. You're like, it's so cute. I love like every day. I'm like, that was a gift from Corey. <laughs> he was yeah. like, like you need this babe and I'm like and it's pink cool um okay so how I started is um so I started following um a girlfriend of mine on Instagram and her name's frills and drills and I think I told you about her I swear by her her name is Lindsay Dean and she's amazing and it was the first DIYer and I was like watching her and I'm like that's really cool that's really cool and she did this project where she built this faux brick wall Right. So I saw this and when I found out that you didn't need bricks, <laughs> what? And it just got me. I was like, there's a trick behind this. And then I was like, what other lies hide behind <laughs> the DIY, like the, the beautiful homes and like that. And so, um, we live, so Steph, you know, we built this home, um, back in, I don't remember the year. Anywho, it just, <laughs> That's me. Like, yeah, like it, I don't, I don't remember the year. It just, it always looked like we just moved in, right? Like we had furniture and that, but it's like, 
I don't even, I, I, well, besides these, I don't have family photos. Like if someone were yeah. to come home, they'd be like, we don't know who lives here. Right. Like you wouldn't know. It just doesn't look like we lived here. So I was like, God, we've got to do something. And I started watching these videos she was doing and I was like, and of course, right, challenge accepted. I could do that. Yeah. And um, so this brick wall, I was like, I'm going to build a brick wall, right? And so I was like, I can do this. So I went, I did it. And then I was like, this is super easy. And I just built this wall for 50 bucks, right? And no bricks, no bricks, no grout <laughs> needed. None of that like stuff that normally intimidates people, right? You look yeah. at beautiful homes and you're like, I could never do that. That looks immaculate. The moment you find out, you see either the plans for it or someone does a, or a video of it or something like that. You're like, what? Seriously, you know? So then you start looking at what else you could do. So that's, it kind of started as that for me of being like, what else easy can I do? And then it just started formulating why well, I did one project. I was like, well, let's just do this room. And then that room. And I'm like, well, now this room looks awesome. And well, you know, Tam, Tam came over and when I did my office, and then I did my morning room. She came over and we're sitting in the kitchen and she goes, so when are you going to make your living room not look like shit? <laughs> I was like, what? And so we've been exactly your, yeah, we've been talking about your living room for so long too. Cause you're just like, I just, I don't know. Like, what should I do so in empty. here? It was so empty. It just had like a TV on. So she knew that's all she had to say. Yeah. Well, she knows. Cause then I'm like, excuse me <laughs> and i'm like well you know that's my next project and so I started busting out this you know and i just ship lapped it and so um but i just ship lapped it my i'm gonna show you my brick wall this was the very first project i just have to simply turn around wait there we go you can see it all right here we go Oh, yeah. wow. Can you see? Yes. Yeah. I love and I'm going to see if you can like move up, but like this is right when you move in. It totally looks like real brick, you guys, right? Yeah. Mind you, these are just boards. Like it's a four by eight board you can buy at Lowe's. And then I just nail gunned them in with my good old, big old empowering nail gun. Um, you just nail gun them in and then paint it. And that's it. And it looks like this you know, big yeah. again, like I just did all the, what is it called? Masonry or whatever it is with grout and stuff. No, no, not at all. Yeah. That was it. And so I was like, and it cost me 50 bucks to do the entire wall, but it's so awesome. When you walk in my house, it's our accent wall. Right. So things like that. Then I started doing like window treatments because I was like, Oh, well the windows aren't uh, framed out and that would be really cool and elegant for this office space. Yep. Um, and I started doing that and then did the wall behind me, framed this wall here behind me. And like I said, these are all just one by fours. Like it's just yeah. one, one by four there. And then I added a $5 piece of trim to the bottom and painted it. That's yeah. what it is, you know? So it's so, if you look at it, you just have to, you know, if you're looking at doing things in your house, just look at the project and don't look at how complicated it looks. Look for free plans or follow someone on Instagram. Follow that you. Tutorial or me. Now it's Brown Oasis, right? It's, yep, it's at the underscore Brown underscore Oasis. Yeah. 
and I do videos. So whenever I start a project, I do a full video for you. And then I add it to the highlights. So let's say you wanted to do the brick wall. I have the tutorial on there and you can just go to my highlight and go through the step-by-step. -step. I talk about what tools I'm using, what paint I'm using, where to get it. Um, and so um, I've been trying to do that with a lot of the projects that I'm doing now. So yeah. And also I'm always like, yeah, you already lost me. <laughs> but yeah. you're know, always like, I'm so uncomfortable doing these videos. I'm like, really? Cause you That's own the video. Like, it's so true though. It's like you get on there and I always feel weird. Like a, like I'm talking to myself, right? Like, all right, now you want to go ahead and do this. But then I also feel like I'm no professional. And I always tell people that I'm no professional. I'm just, you know, a mom who's not trying to pay thousands of dollars and I'm going to show you how easy it is to do this. Um, but yeah, I'm my worst. Corey always laughs at me when I'm like talking to my ring light and he's <laughs> always in the background, like, <laughs> and I'm like, stop. Like, so I wish I could just do like a bloopers video of me. Like, yeah, you should start doing that. I should like at the end. Well, when you came to my house, I had the shadow boxes behind my desk and you know, it's super elegant. And I had that painted this awesome blue and everything. And you're like, Oh my gosh, that's awesome. And I'm like, yeah, I just paid like $2,500 for that. You know? And then you're like, like, like you live at Lowe's, right? I mean, they know you at Lowe's. Oh, also okay. you almost lost a finger. Okay. So yeah. Well, look at her nails. She's got like these boss nails. She's got her long. Oh, they're short, shorter. So yes. Um, so I did have a miter saw incident, <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like any good DIYers had that. Yeah. That's a lie. Um, but yeah, so I was trying to like be a little too independent and I needed just a sliver of a slice. Okay. So I'm like going down, but I didn't realize the miter saw is so powerful and it just flipped it up and yeah. fingers got caught in the miter saw and it sliced my middle finger and my ring finger sliced my nail right off. Um, but then sliced right through it. And so I immediately, Corey's car was parked behind me and there's blood splatter like right across his window. And he's on the grill when this happens, but you hear this, it's the sound. Like I didn't even feel the pain. It was the sound, right? Yeah. <laughs> it was, but it wasn't even, I mean, I got, um, I got seven stitches and then the other, um, my ring finger had to be super glued. It wasn't as deep, so they could just super glue it. But um, the seven stitches, I feel like the stitches hurt way more than getting oh. my finger saw. Just saying. It was so fast. It did happen. And I think the adrenaline of like, oh shit, I just almost lost my finger. Or did I? Did I lose them? Like, I'm sure you're yeah. like. Well, I immediately looked down as soon as it happened and I like closed my hand immediately because I was like, Oh, you're supposed to apply pressure. I've seen this in every movie, right? Oh, here we go. Hey, girl. Oh, oh. <laughs> sassy. Hi, Cass. You're sassy. And oh. Hey, Jojo. Hi, jo. Jojo. Cheers, Jojo. Good morning. Cheers, Jojo. <laughs> Mommy, Jojo broke my computer. Yep, Jojo totally broke my computer the other day. <gasps> oh, no. I come downstairs. <laughs> I love it. Like ripped all my keys off. <laughs> She's like, I broke. I broke. 
Yeah, you, I just told her that you broke it. Cute. There you go. Awesome. So, yeah, I totally cut my finger on that one. I haven't had, um, Jojo, go get one. I'll give you one. Um, I haven't had any other incidences since, thank God, but you know, that yeah. was traumatizing. It was more traumatizing for Corey because he turns around from the grill and he's like seeing my this just pouring down my hand and he's like, <laughs> like he's I'm like, calm down. We've got this. Like I'm talking calm the whole time. I'm like, it's fine. Can you go get we're not gonna look? I may or may not have my fingers. I'm not sure. So let's just get there first before I pass out. <laughs> Mind you, none of my kids have pants on. Which is <laughs> That's awesome. Um, mom win. Um, but none of my kids have pants on. They're still in their pajamas. Um, Jaden's like full on panicking because you know, like now they're arguing. Um, it's like right, nothing can happen to mom. So Jade is like, Mom, right? So protective of everyone, mom. Everyone, just get in the car and let's just go to the emergency room, please. Please, everyone, let's just get in the car. <laughs> like I'm like trying not to panic and cry. I'm like, we're good, let's just go. Corey's like hauling down 605, like I'm like, you're gonna kill us on the way there. Just just drive for you're fine. We're you know, we're we're he's like, her fingers are gone. <laughs> No, ma'am. My fingers no, are on here. He's, he's fine. He said, no, ma'am. He did. I was like, no, ma'am. They're here. We're fine. Poor Corey. It just shows you, like, men. Mm. Right. Handle this under control. Just yeah. There. We'll be good. Yay. Well, thank you so much for being here today. Um, yeah, you guys are awesome. Make sure you guys, you guys follow Kels. She is so stinking cute. And I swear it's like every day you're doing something. Um, she just made, do you, is it a Buffett? Some people call it a Buffett though. Like I know it's, isn't it supposed to be buffet? I don't know. Anyways, you yeah. like, who was that for? Um, so are you talking about the hutch or the sideboard that I built? The Well, the one that you did for that lady. Oh, the hutch. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So my neighbor, um, she's a, she's a nurse and she's been dealing with COVID patients and, um, and COVID patients. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like, Oh my God. But she's like <laughs> never home. Right. Because she works nights. And then I just feel so bad because like when she's working with them, she comes home and she has to like strip down in her garage and like, cause she has kids and stuff like that. So like, she's never home. I just feel so bad, but I went over to her house and there was a hutch that she has and it was like unfinished and everything. And she was talking to me and she was like, I've always wanted to redo this in like a farmhouse look. I'm like, oh my God, that would be banging. Like, that would be awesome. Let me know if you need help. And she's like, oh, that'd be great. Well, fast forward, probably like seven months later, it's COVID time. And I see on the yard sale site on Facebook that for sale for like 70 bucks or 75 bucks. And I immediately screenshot it and I send it to her and I go, Oh my God, like, why are you selling this? It was beautiful. It's a beautiful hutch. And she goes, Chelsea, I just, I'm never home. I don't have the time and I don't know what to do. Like I am just, it's, I'm just not home and it's not. And I was like, okay, you know what? So can I have it? And she's like, what? And I was like, let me have it, please. Just, I'll take it. It's fine. And so she's like, okay, yeah, you can have it. And I was like, I don't want to pay for it or anything like that. Well, I took it home and I redid it for her. I did the whole farmhouse look that she wanted. I, her husband knew I was doing it. He hauled it up here and put it in my garage for a week. They went to the beach and I redid the whole thing for her. When she came back, I surprised her and on my Instagram. Uh. 
she came and she was like in tears and she's so cute. Like even now, like she comes by and she's like, it's still so good. It, looks it was cool, but it was, it just gave me such a sense of like, I, I want to start doing more for, you know, other people. And so I didn't know I'm making my house beautiful. It was so rewarding doing it for her, you know? So yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to doing is surprising. I just feel like all of a sudden you're going to have like a little store. Like, you know, there's this place where I got this clock actually. Which is super cute. And I've already eyed it. <laughs> yeah. I got this clock and the little white table that's up in my kitchen in the corner. Um, mm -hmm. so it's this, I forget what this little town is now. Anyways, it's like an antique store, but it's really like pieces that they've made or refurbished also. And a lot of it is this white style. So, you know, that's kind of my style. And like, how great would that be if you just, you know, continue to just make pieces and like, I feel like this eventually is going to be like your thing, like you're you or we or whatever, like to have yeah. this be your business. Like, it's so awesome. But yeah, your videos are so great. And I always love like, it's like your little cheerleader pose where you're like, I finished my product. And then you're like, so cute on it. I'm like, go girl. <laughs> Those poses are so awkward to do, especially when I'm in my garage doing them and cars are driving by. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, they're like, what is she doing? I'm that paper for sure. Um, oh yeah. But I would love, like, I would see people talking they're like, you should have a, you should have a TV show and stuff like that. And I'm like, man, talk about a dream. Like that would be so yeah. good. Um, but you're making that reality. I'm twice. actually seeing my team right now, like the importance of stories, obviously, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. like, if you're listening and you have a business and you want to grow your business, it's not about what you're doing. It doesn't matter what you're doing. You need to brand yourself. You need people mm -hmm. to see you, see your face, see your, you know, like see your, what makes you, you, because that's what attracts people to you. And so oh, yeah. I'm like doing this little training. It's nothing intense. I'm like, literally, I just want you to do like three talking stories a day. Like just start there, get comfortable with people seeing who you are. And, um, you know, that's, that's where it's at. Like people just want to see what other people are doing. People don't live in the feed anymore. People live in the stories, you know, so. The feed is um, this and you don't even like half the time, you know, like it's the stories and then how stories are made up is they're clicking, they're clicking. And then by the time they're done with that one person, it shifts to the next person. So it's like yeah. a continuing reel, but you're getting what's going on. And then once you're drawn into their stories, you're like, oh, what is this person posting about? And you know. Yeah go to the page but man social media is huge and that's something that I've always had a great presence on and I don't know if it's the day and age or whatever but you're talking about branding a business and branding a person I mean Kristen you too girl like social media is a huge thing you, you when once you get that platform it's a gift it's like what are you going to do with it? how will you utilize it how will you keep it right so I just I, I'm I'm looking forward to it I've had Lowe's contact me twice. Um, and then blinds.com just asked to use my photo on their website. So that way. So it's cool. So it's super small. It's, it's yeah. So you're tagging. So here's another um, tip for people that are not sure of like, what should they do on their stories and stuff? You're yeah. mentioning them in your, yep. in your story. So like, um, I mean, anything, if you're, like I, I took a picture of, it was my abs and there was a soap in the back, like Myers, whatever it's that natural soap. And so somebody like hit me up and they're like, now you, you need to tag them. You know what I'm saying? Like you should be affiliating. You should like, whatever. I don't have time to do all of the affiliating stuff, but if you're tagging 
Lululemon, Nike, you know, da da da. You're using that little at symbol and you're doing that in your stories as well. Now, now they're going to feature you. So like mm-hmm. that Kilo app that I do with my lifting, like I just love them. I love their community. I love how far I've come in my journey because of their app. And so like every day I, te- you know, I was out of it for a little while. Now I'm back in. Um, so, you know, I tag them and, and they featured me there. I was like their first saw that. feature and, you know, it's like super cool. And, but anyways, then you start to get put into their stuff too. And then another hint is like when you're using hashtags and stuff, you can hide hashtags in your story. So if you use the notes section on your phone, you can put a ton of different hashtags and then you can post that on your story and you don't even have to make it visible, but then the, it's getting put on that hashtag. Same with your posts. So like on your posts in Instagram, you should be using a bunch of hashtags too still. Um, but it used to be awesome for me. I don't check it as much anymore because I don't really care about the numbers, to be honest. Like I think for a lot of people that can get in their head of like, oh God, I lost followers, right? You know, whatever. I'm just like, hey, cool. If you like me, awesome. I'm still trying to get to 10,000 just so I can get that stupid swipe up. But um, I've also went through and deleted a whole bunch of people because for a while I was hiring a company to like to run my stuff. And then I'm like, well, now I just have a bunch of inauthentic people. So I've been deleting a lot of people. But what's hard for me is I actually do know a lot of people. So then I'm like, God, I'm sorry. Like, I don't want to delete you, but I don't want to be following so many people. Um, but anyways, I used to always be in the top nine of most of the hashtags that I use because I was consistently using them. And, you know, if you're providing value and content and, you know, I used to like, you also would write really long, beautiful posts and stuff like that. I used to do that, but like, I lost my, I lost a lot of joy for a long time. Right. So I just couldn't authentically write this deep stuff. Like I just didn't have it in me and I'm still working to get there, but I'm also just kind of like blunt to the point. So I just realized that that works better for my audience. Like a lot of times I'll just do you know, cap all caps and it'll say like a couple words and then it'll be like a short, whatever, like that just works better for me. Um, but like, yeah, finding what works and stories, it's where it's at, man. It's definitely, I signed up, I think four new people on my team in the last week or two, just cause now that I'm teaching my team to do it, I'm like, Oh yeah, I should probably keep doing it also, <laughs> you know? So exactly. and like, um, one thing that's uh, huge, I was telling um, <clears throat> when I was doing peer romance and I was telling my girls is algorithms are huge, right? Yeah. So it's once you have a really interactive post, your algorithms, the way Facebook set up is 48 hours, right? So 48 hours, your algorithm holds. So if you don't have another interacting post with algorithms, then you'll go back down the bottom. So you have to gain that algorithm again. So once so I always know that if I'm doing a, so I will always do a room reveal. I do it at 8 30 PM. I'll do it on a Sunday night. That's one thing. I make. Sunday nights are the biggest hint, hint. <laughs> 8 30 PM Sunday nights. You can always look at my Instagram and there's a room reveal or there's a project reveal. That's just my reveals because a, most people are, it's after dinner time and they're scrolling. So you got to think about when you're posting yep. and you're posting and why you're posting and I, that's how you're genuine. And I always feel like I can read bullshit, right? Like I know when I'm reading a post and I'm like, you yeah. know, you can read through it. So it, it's about authenticity, right? Being genuine. And which is what I love when you said I was going through something for a while. So I didn't post those things. And that was because you're so real and raw stuff. It's yeah. because you knew I can't fake this and I'm not going to. And that's how people know. And if 
they don't know they do now that when you go to Steph's page, it's Steph, it's raw, it's real. And if you're not comfortable posting that stuff, you're not going to get it, right? Because it's, you know, you're not going to schmooze it over and say, oh, I'm so happy and joyful and this is awesome and it not be. So yeah. you can read into that, which is, um, and I love like, how you said fake book. I always was saying like the fairy, the fairy tale lie or, you know, I say fake book and Insta lie. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it is sometimes it is. It's, it's, and it sucks that it is that sometimes and it doesn't have to be right. So I said like those stories are everything. Cause it's where they're real. It's where you get to like, I mean, anyone can throw a filter on a picture, right? But when you're doing a story, you're hearing their voice, you're seeing their facial expressions, you're, you know, hearing that they say, um, and like all the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's, it is, it's, it's getting to know them in their story. So it's, you know, I feel like the, the posting should be the highlight. It's yeah. the stories should be used. Well, Instagram's about to change it so that it's not even showing feeds anymore. It's just showing, um, oh. stories. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Well, and good. another hint, like you don't have to be doing stories all day long, do a couple in the morning, then do them at night, because then you're at the top of that reel. You always want to be at the top of the reel. Yeah. Because uh, then people will see your stuff. And, you know, you'll know, you'll know if it's working for your audience, because if, you know, I get like 400 watches at least a day on my Facebook. Um, now I've started to do them on Instagram again, but on Instagram, I post differently than I do on Facebook. Facebook is more of like all the people I know Instagram. I'm a little more comfortable talking about more stuff. Um, and like yesterday, like I got out of the shower, my hair was out of control, you know, I like, saw it. I loved it, yeah. but everyone was like, <laughs> you're like and then like, so awesome. And then you're like, and this is after four minutes. And I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and I saw it. Like, I was like, yeah. seriously, I'm like, I'm going to. So what you're saying is you're part unicorn. Okay. Yeah, right. Well, no, or I just use the straightener for a hot, hot second. But like what was working for me for the longest time is like I sit on the floor to like, it's just mascara really that I do. And like I would sit on the floor and have a towel on my head and like people love that. And then once I got back into finally doing my stories on Instagram was right before I went on my canoe trip. And so I had a mask on my face and I'm like talking about pooping in the woods and like so many people just reached out and were like, you're so funny. And I'm like, I am funny. Like Kristen, we're always like, we're, we are funny. Like <laughs> that, but that's what they want to see. Like they want to see your personality. They want to see your outgoing. They want to see when you don't look awesome. They want, you know what I mean? Like that's like, that's, that's how they know that you're genuine. So then whatever you're trying to do outside of that, like that's, you know, that's yeah, it just different. really, I think it differentiates people between a forceful presence and in, in a genuine and a natural one, you know? Um, so I'm working on it. I, I mean, I've obviously I think about how I can get my followers up and then it was a little, it was a little like step back at first. Cause I was like, Oh my gosh, it's not gonna happen. Like all these, you know, the people that I follow, you know, and mind you, they are like, you know, 20,000 and 30,000 and 40,000, hundred thousand, 200, you know? So I'm like, it's all right. But then I just took a step back and I realized, you know what? I'm having fun with what I'm doing. I'm loving it. I'm, you know, creating my home and I'm doing these things. It'll happen naturally. So, and that's the exact same thing. It, they didn't just get there overnight. They right. did the work. They, it's, yeah. the, it's the, the only way is to be consistent. Like it is the every day it's showing up every day because when we show up for a little bit and then we don't show up, you know, if it's that you're with a company, you know, then those people are assuming like, yep, 
I knew it wasn't, I knew it didn't work. I knew it wasn't going to work. I knew that, you know what I mean? So How many times have you heard that, right? Yeah, for sure. And it's just, it starts to become like you're, for a lot of people, people don't have people that understand them. Or if it's your story is going to, it's your vibe attracts your tribe, right? So your struggles, your joys, your goals, your everything, what makes you, you, that's what brings the people to you. Cause they have the same struggles. They have the same hopes. They have the same joys. Like, but nobody else is talking to them about it. And especially, you know, like when you decide to do something else that's out of the norm for everybody else, they, they're not happy about that. Or like the people that oftentimes I say this, like the people that we think should support us the most, they don't. It's uncomfortable for them. They don't have that grit to go outside of their comfort zone to do something bigger. And so you're not going to get that support. And so you start to get, you know, like what we said kind of before is, you know, you start and like with Kristen and her, you know, life coaching, like, you know, she's like, I'm so proud of her. I'm so proud of her. I'm so proud of her. I'm like, you did that for her. Mm-hmm. Own that part. You know what I'm saying? Like it becomes the you changing people's lives that changes your lives. And that's what makes it authentic and real. And that's what, like you're saying, like you can tell when people are being forceful about posts or just hoping to sell something or whatever, like, no, like my purpose here is to empower people, whether or not they join me on whatever journey I'm doing, or if they want to fast or if they don't, or if they want to take Cinemate, like that has nothing to do with it. Like, I know that those things are the best, like I've helped thousands of people, but I know that what I'm trying to do is just empower them either way. Um, and so whether it's me talking about, which then I ended up pooping in the river, like I told everybody that, you know, and they're like, I just can't believe you would tell. And I'm like, I don't, that's me, you know, like that's, that's, that's what it's all about. And it's awesome. But yeah, I love watching the stuff. Um, again, it's the underscore Brown underscore Oasis. Um, and Yay. Thanks for being here. Thanks for supporting us. You've been um, shouting us out, which is awesome. And Mm -hmm. um, I can't wait for people to just hop on and see your stuff. And I'm, I didn't know about Lois reaching out. That's super exciting. So that's the beginning. We'll see. We'll see where that goes, but all of a sudden it's not going to be chip and what's, What's Chip name? and Joanna? What? <laughs> Chip and Joanna. Yeah, yep. going to be on the lows. Whatever. It's going to be like Tam's the Lululemon star, <laughs> right? You walk into Lulu and Tyson's, there's Tam. And then we're going to walk into Lowe's and Gainesville. It's going to be Chelsea Brown. <laughs> the, the best part is when I walk into Lowe's and they're like, hi, Chelsea. And I'm like, hey, you know. <laughs> what's, you the project, and they're like, what's the project? But it's cool. Like, and it's, and it doesn't have to be some national exposure thing. Like, it's cool. It's a little small town thing going yeah. on here, you know. Now, it is for yeah. now. And it hasn't been really that long. So the fact that they're already, you know, that's really cool. I love it. Yeah. So I'm looking for the projects to get bigger and bigger. And, and um, so we got, I, got I, mean, I can come up with some projects for you. <laughs> my, my living room is going to be a huge transformation. I'm just waiting for the furniture to get delivered, but I'm so excited for that Wait. transformation. We're still waiting for furniture? Yes. Oh my God. COVID. Yeah. It's been weeks. COVID, dude. Ordering furniture, you guys. Having furniture delivered takes way too long. Okay. I know. Oh, it's like, but it's fine because I've been redoing all the walls. I'm painting. I'm building. I built the garden wall. Like, you know, so. That's super cool. That, I love that. And the mantle. 
See, even that part where you're like, you just like, all you do is you just do this. And these are the anchors. And I'm like, oh, you just do that. That would take me. The rest of the messages I get. And they're like, yeah, because that was all gibberish to me. But you look great. (laughs) (laughs) I get the best messages from people. But I I love ending my stories with how much it costs. And that always blows people's mind. Like my mantle that I did for $18. Like I I have so many people messages. They're like, my mouth just dropped and stuff like that. And I'm like, girl, this is, I'm just showing you how cheap and easy this can truly be rather than paying thousands for some other person to do it. Like, you know, like I want, I'm empowering others to do it for themselves and to say, you know what, this could be fun. And I feel like Corey's like waiting for the moment that I'll need him, his help. He's always like, can I do something? Can I, I'm like, no, babe, you look great though. You, <laughs> you stay over there. You're great. And he's, he's like, like this. Okay. yeah, he held my butt one time and he was like, I got it. You're good. As I was on the ladder, you got it. Is this me? Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. So cute. Um, I love but it. Thank you guys so much for even thinking of having me on and, and you guys keep rocking out and doing the amazing stuff you're doing. Um, and just, you know, giving people that energy and the passion to like, you know, like you said, you're empowering your women, you're two successful boss babes yourselves. And, um, I'm honored. So I'm the honored one to be on. So you guys Thank are. You. Thank you so much. You're the best. All right. Well, I love you both. Happy Monday activators. And, um, yeah, go check out Chelsea's page. And if you need, if you're around here, you need some assistance, you want her to redo something, you're going to have to pay her this time though. She's not going to do it for free. <laughs> She's a star. You guys. I will lend all of the recommendations and the help that you need. If you, I have some people just asking me, what's your ideal on this? And I have no problem helping you out. Yeah. Yeah, and you need someone to, you know, help. I will all of this for free. So just yes, like- I love it. That's that value, girl. That's that value. All right, you guys. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Later. that's a wrap on another episode of activate if you found value or were simply entertained please subscribe rate and review us on your favorite podcasting platform also be sure to follow us on activate pod on facebook and instagram so you don't miss a thing thanks for your support today's the perfect day to activate your life we love y'all